Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. It's a great way to get close to someone to own how you haven't been following the accountability path. You, you didn't know any better, okay? And now if you see where you've ambushed someone, go back and, and realize that. They'll probably understand because they've probably done it too, you know? We all do this. We all avoid the notices and the nudges. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. To wrap up this series, we're going to discuss the ideal and non-ideal outcomes of accountability and how navigating the accountability path will allow you to get the best results the most often. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd really love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open the podcast app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks so much for listening. Let's start the show. What I think is cool about the path is that you're giving them every opportunity to change themselves and take responsibility. And you're really trying to support them from underneath. And if you do it well, they're going to be left with the sense that they're in control of their own destiny. That's really what you want here. You want them to feel like their excellence in their job is their responsibility and in their control. Because the opposite of that is they're working for the man and they're under your thumb and whatever you do isn't enough. That's the other extreme. And the mistakes people usually make in accountability are covered in the accountability path, of course. But, you know, for example, one of the most common ones is skipping over the notices and the nudges. This is the most common for sure. And saying, oh, this person did this. Well, that's not that big a deal. I won't bring it up with them. When what's really going on is I'm uncomfortable bringing that up with them and it's not that big a deal, so I'll let it go. But then it builds and builds and builds and they do it again. And then one day you get frustrated and you call them in your office and you say, man, you got to stop coming in late. And they're like, what? They feel totally ambushed because you've never brought it up. Maybe they weren't even aware they were doing it. See, That's probably the most common thing. And so now you've ambushed them. You've robbed them of the opportunity to use the data to fix it themselves. And now you're in a shame dynamic. And they're going to shut down and contract. And you're going to be behind the eight ball because you're not in a position to help them anymore because they've identified you as a bad, as a scary uh, authority figure. I mean, imagine if like a cop showed up to your door and uh, he said, you've run uh, six stop signs in the last month. Here are the photos. You'd be like, what? <laughs> Who's been taking photos of me? <laughs> you know, you would, you would feel that was unfair, even though logistically speaking, it wouldn't be. Right? They've got proof, whatever, you're supposed to follow the law. But it would feel unfair and it would immediately trigger your authority projections. 
imagine they come to your door with their gun in their hand <laughs> and pictures of you running red lights, right? You'd be terrified, afraid, you know, offended. You'd freak out for good reason because it would be, I don't know about it. Well, if the gun were out, I would call that abuse. If the gun were not, I would call it just misuse. <laughs> misuse of authority. Questions about this? Joseph? Yeah. We talked uh, a little bit via email about how to... I, I wish I would have known this four years ago. I, Me too. I so many ways that I've done this and not even skip the nod, the nudge, the confrontation just went straight to the line. Yeah. And was happy about it at the time. Yeah. Uh, just because those people, that was all I knew uh, is how to... I, I called it the squeeze. Mm. Yeah. Even had a name for it. Um, mm. Not proud about that. But I have a, a person in my life that um, he's, he's a friend as well as was a coworker. And you asked me to bring this up. I, I, I'm struggling with how I go back and, and undo what I did. Um, just from a personal level, I'd love to have that relationship back. Mm. I would say start exactly with that. You know, mm. <clears throat> sometimes not knowing how to navigate a conversation and not knowing what to say is exactly the spirit with which to bring, with which to have the conversation. You know, of course, it's nice to try to sort through it, but after, you know, a couple hours or days of, of thought, if you don't get anywhere, Sometimes it's good to just start with, you know what? Like, I feel like I've got to clean something up with you and I don't even know what to say. But I really want to have a relationship with you again. And I want to try to apologize, even though I feel confused and conflicted and messy on the inside. This is probably not going to come out so great. Are you willing to hear me out? Cool. Because that's vulnerable. And sometimes that's the only way you can start the conversation because if you wait until you sort it out really clearly and you know what you're going to say, that will never happen because sometimes you're just not going to know. And, and that can be a really great way of getting someone's attention. But in my experience, as someone with a very sharp mind, my shadow's tendency is to not say anything unless I'm really clear about what I'm saying. And you're sharp too. So what the mind slash shadow really doesn't like to do is to just start speaking from the heart and not know where it's going. But that's sometimes precisely what's at called least, for. At least not without a glass of wine. <laughs> Alcohol can be immensely helpful. For this thing. I, I, would, I would practically prescribe it. Thank you. you know, I'll give this a whirl. Yeah, and I, I think there's probably a lot of people sitting here that are like, okay, so I, I'm at step three and I skipped you know, I skipped, you know, how do we, how do we go back? But I think that's just the, the right way to do it is just to be vulnerable and say, I know now and I want to reset. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that. I have a, a yard worker here who um, I've, I've, he's great, except he's completely unreliable. And I've spoken to him many times about his reliability. He showed up at a really inconvenient time and I tolerated him showing up. But he would just, he lived down my road. So he would just show up and be like, Hey, can I do some work? And I'd be like, uh, mixed feelings. Like, I don't like you just surprising me like this. And I'm so glad you're here because it's hard to find reliable help. So yeah, go ahead and do this. And so I was giving him mixed messages. And one day he showed up at a really bad time and I just kind of went off on him. I was like, I held up my phone. I'm embarrassed. I'm going to say this because I'm embarrassed. I held up my phone and I said, you have one of these. Use it. Please, you know, I mean, that's really talking down to someone, right? And I felt terrible about it. 
And a couple of days later, I saw him and I apologized. And I said, I said, this was on me. I'm, I'm, I felt really bad. I felt really bad about what happened. He goes, yeah, it felt pretty bad for me too. And I was like, oh God, right? I should have said, that probably felt really bad for you that I did that. And that was on me because um, I've been giving you mixed messages and I've been grateful that you show up, but I haven't drawn a clear line about you showing up unannounced like that. And he's like, yeah, I appreciate that. And you have told me that before, so I get it. And it's done. It's dust. It was over. And so it's a really great entree. It's a great way to get close to someone to own how you haven't been following the accountability path. You, you didn't know any better. Okay. And now you know, if, you, if you see where you've ambushed someone, go back and, and realize that. And I wasn't being transparent with you. I wasn't communicating to you. And they'll probably understand because they've probably done it too. You know, we all do this. We all avoid the notices and the nudges and jump right to usually the confrontation or the line. And so the remedy for this is as often as you can, if you're in an accountability situation with someone where you need to or have been, you're in the middle of whatever, locate where you are on the steps. Just try, okay, have I done any nudging? Okay, well, I'm wanting to tell, give them a piece of my mind. All right, wait, stop. Okay. Have I done any nudges? Have I done any notice? Where am I? What have I done? What have I not done? Put it on the map. And you'll almost always see that you've not done enough of steps ones and twos, depending on your pattern. That's the most common. So essentially, we're saying, go back to the beginning. Fundamentals, right, Kurt? And don't be embarrassed about going back to the fundamentals. Fundamentals right. are everything. They, they always are. Yeah, the, the biggest thing I struggle with with a specific employee is uh, getting to the line and going through all of the steps, getting to the line, and then remaining at the line. Yeah, that's another common one. Yeah, okay. that's another common mistake. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, because the... The carefrontation and the line don't have any teeth if you're not really willing to fire them or suspend them or you know some very tangible set of actions that has to happen in steps four and, and five. There has to they have to feel it. You know, that's what the ticket does. Like, okay, well, you've been warned this time it's gonna cost you some completely random number of money, right? It's three hundred and two dollars for running a <laughs> stoplight. Why where do they come up with those things? Not wearing a seatbelt in Hawaii, $197. What are we supposed to feel like it's on sale? Only $197. Well, I was afraid it was going to be $200. Thank God it's only $197. They must be, it must be a budgetary thing, right? The account, okay, well, we need to bring in this, many, this much money this quarter in fines, and we'll have, uh, you know, and then they divide it out. It comes out to these crazy numbers. I don't know. I think I, I, these are the things I think about when I'm awake at night. <laughs> All right. So I think that stuff is so funny. Uh, okay. So your assignment. If you haven't done the accountability path course, do it. And look for at least three opportunities to use the steps of the accountability path this week or clean up a uh, situation where you messed up or... Uh, didn't do it as well as you would like uh, because you didn't have the accountability path then. Forgive yourself and make it right. Or and jumped ahead. Jumped ahead or whatever it is. Yep. Or 
Yeah. Or you could apologize to someone for drawing the line and not acting on it. Now, that won't be an apology they enjoy hearing, but you can say, hey, I haven't been firm enough with you and it's not been fair to you because in some ways that's true. People sometimes only learn from consequences. And pay attention with any accountability interaction you have, pay attention to shame responses, guilt responses, embarrassment responses. Start to look more and more through the lens of that and see if you can see that in people. Uh, a lot of times it happens in what are called uh, micro expressions, you know, quick looking down or just the eyes looking down or uh, arms folded, a kind of body contraction. Look for these kinds of things. People are constantly telling you about their internal shame state. All you got to do is start looking. And the more you investigate your own shame territory, the more you'll automatically see it in others. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.